friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast and video. If you are new to Crickets to Cha-Chings, my name is Lauren, and this is a podcast that I've been doing for about two and a half years now, but I am just diving into the world of YouTube videos. So if you haven't uh, followed me on YouTube, I am at laurenkeplinger. I think. I'll actually have to look up that address. I'm not really sure. Um, but you can go to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash YouTube and it will bring you to that channel. But I am working on turning some of these podcast episodes into YouTube videos so that they can be consumed either way that you like them. So this is my first little dabble and cut me some slack if it's not great. So I'm trying something new today, which is this whole podcast setup. Um, I recently got some feedback that was slightly harsh, but good for me to take as constructive criticism about horrible sound quality on my podcast, um, which again, slightly harsh, but thanks for the feedback, whoever said that, because it inspired me to look into it a little bit more. I actually know that the podcast sound quality has um, not been great over the past well, I would say, <laughs> I would say probably like in general, kind of for a while, but especially over the past six months, I moved to my new workshop and the audio um, in there is just absolutely terrible. So um, getting that feedback was really good for me to work on it and to try this new setup. So I'm hoping that it's a little bit better. Today, we are going to talk about holiday trends for 2021 and how to get ready. So I am recording this video on um, October 1st, and um, this will go live next week. So um, I just want to go ahead and lay it out there. If you are not getting ready for the holidays yet, I know it feels like we just barely got into the fall. Maybe your kids just went back to school a few weeks ago. Mine have been back in school since July. So um, I feel like we're like well into the fall and it should be the holidays already. But it is time. If you are not ready yet, you need to jump on board ASAP and get ready. I think that in looking up and doing research for this um, content today, what I was really reading about the holidays for 2021, um, and I, I would actually say that this was probably true last year too, but I, I think it's more true this year, is that people are getting ready earlier. So I think that what 2020 taught us, among a lot of other things, is to expect the unexpected. And what ended up happening last year uh, was that a lot of things got really delayed for the holidays, not only packages and shipping issues and all of that, but also just ordering things, supplies and um, and and in the end product. Like for example, I um, ordered some Legos for my son last year and I ordered them maybe like mid to early December, but they were back ordered until after Christmas. And they ended up coming in time anyway. But this year, I've already bought the Lego sets that I know are new this year and going to be more popular. He's super into 
Harry Potter Legos. And so that's, it's not like I can just buy any set. He has to have, he doesn't have to have them, but he wants to have certain sets, you know? So it's not like if this one's sold out, I can just go and get a different one. So I have already purchased some of those because I had that experience last year of them being back ordered. So I think that the holidays are going to start earlier this year. And I would say that they're already starting. I'm already getting magazines with Christmas stuff, Christmas decorations and everything. I just, just looking at a catalog this morning that had Christmas wreaths that were saying that they were starting to ship November 1st. So I think that also people are just looking for something to look forward to. Um, I know that I've talked about this um, in my Scale Your Sales student group, but my husband is not usually a really big Christmas person. Like he's, I mean, everybody likes Christmas, but like he's not, you know, super, super excited about it, hyped up about it. And he already is getting ready for Christmas, ready to start shopping, ready to start decorating. Like we're just ready for something to look forward to. It's been a really hard year and a half for everyone. Um you know, on a different, on a spectrum of how hard it's been. But I think that having the holidays, having that family time and the celebratory time is something that people are really looking forward to. So action point, early shopping. If you are not ready, get ready. If you don't have your Christmas stuff up, get them up. It certainly, if you don't have um, Halloween and Thanksgiving stuff up, get it ready to go. Um, you want to get this early, you know, going early. I would actually say that it's great to list things um, all year long for the holidays because you don't really know when people are starting to shop. And there are people that will shop right after the holidays for the next year. Those people that are super, super prepared and organized. Um, <clears throat> the next thing that I want to point out is that more people than ever are shopping on their phones. So this is obviously a trend that we've seen for very, for many, many years, but it is something that you should be aware of as an Etsy seller because it impacts how people are seeing your listing. So I would really recommend that you go on the mobile app, even if you don't use the app, you know, normally go on the app, look at your listings or look at a, another shop's listings Notice how big the picture is. Notice if there's writing in the picture, how does it show up? So sometimes people like to put like a little circle where they'll say, you know, free shipping or bestseller or digital download or whatever. So how does that show up on a phone versus on the computer? It's going to obviously be much smaller. So is it legible? Can you tell what it says or is it distracting? Same thing with watermarks in pictures. Um, it's good to see how that's showing up on that smaller screen on the app. Another thing I would look at is your description. It is not shown the same on the app as it is on the desktop. It's harder to find the description. So if you are trying to look at your listing from a perspective of not knowing the backend part of it like you do in your own business, how clear is it what you're selling, what you're offering, what actually goes into that? If you have a description that is giving people 15 steps to go through of all the things that they need to do or all the information that they need to give you in order to order this product, they may not see that if they're on the app. It is a little more like they have to click through more um, and click those sort of sandwiched menu things. Um, in order to see the description of the product. So you want to make sure that everything is really clearly communicated, both through your title, your pictures, 
And then whatever information that you need to convey in that description, make sure that it's towards the top. And, you know, if you have personalization that you need from them, put a personalization box in there and make it mandatory. So they have to give you that information when they're checking out. Make things as simple as possible. That is actually a tip just in general, but also specifically for the holidays. A lot of times what people see in or what they want to do in listing an item is to give people an infinite amount of options. Like I will do any font, any color, any design. I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll make anything you want me to make. Just tell me what you want. But that gets really overwhelming for people. When people are shopping online, they're not necessarily thinking through exactly the product that they are looking for. They're looking to you to give them ideas. So if you have different color options, list those in your shop. If you have different designs, list those individually as different listings. Give people the finished product of this is what I offer. If you want changes, of course, message me um, or request a custom listing or whatever. But here is that product. If you just want exactly this product, this is the one that I can make and make that as clear as possible. So offering different, you know, an infinite amount of options, a lot of times will overwhelm people to where they end up not buying and your conversion rate may suffer in that if you if you have good traffic, but you have low conversions, that is something to look at to see if you're overwhelming people with the various amount of options that you're offering. And if you can narrow that down in a way that makes it simpler for them to order and easier for them to do that. The next thing that I want to offer as a suggestion is to try new things for the holidays. The holidays are a great time to try out new products, new collections, new designs, um, just whatever you are kind of dabbling in to think about if you are maybe wanting to offer something or maybe you just want to try something, you know, maybe you want to try a digital product or maybe if you have a digital shop, maybe you want to try a physical product or you wanna try a um, lower priced stocking stuffer type item or a higher price thing that would be a good gift, you know, gift giving thing for you know, whoever, your mom or somebody that you would maybe spend a little bit more money on. So the holidays are a really great time to dabble in trying new things. Um, it can give you sort of a boost, I guess, at the holidays. Just because online shopping is bigger in general, the holidays are a really busy time for a lot of people. So having that testing period happen during the holidays could sort of fast track how you see whether or not it is working. So if you try out a product, it doesn't sell at all during the holidays, um, or it has really bad conversions or whatever, it will give you that information a little bit quicker just because that is a busier season in general versus maybe like trying something out, let's say in the summertime, which is a slower season for a lot of people. So then if you put something up in June and you say, well, it's not really getting any traction, it's not really having any sales. Well, okay, is it because it's June and it's kind of a slow season in general, or is it because the product doesn't have the demand or is it because your SEO is not working? You know, there's a variety of different ways. So the holidays is good for that. Our, is a good time to sell for that reason because you can say, okay, well, I know that this, barring, you know, okay, I'm saying this assuming that the holidays is a busy time for you. Um, not every shop is going to find that the holidays are the busiest time of the year. So assuming that you have something that sells well around the holidays and that sells well as a gift for people, 
um, and that this is not like your really dead season. If you sell like bikinis for the summertime, probably the holidays might not be your highest selling season unless you sell a significant amount to the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's a great time to test new products, to try out new things. I would just, as always, warn you not to go overboard with buying inventory um, that you're not sure is going to sell. So we always want to be mindful of the amount of money that you're reinvesting into your shop for new inventory, just to make sure that you are still running a profitable shop. You don't want to just dabble in so many things that all of the money and all of the revenue that you're making in your shop is being reinvested to, to buy more and more and more inventory because that is um, not great. You end up with a whole lot of inventory that you're not sure if it's going to sell or not. And, um, and then that can be really expensive. <laughs> The next thing that I want to offer as a suggestion is to offer personalization if at all possible. Personalization is one of the huge selling features of Etsy and of buying online and of buying from a small business. So I obviously love personalized items. That's what I do in my own shop. I do monogrammed baby quilts and baby bunnies um, and some random blankets that I have in there as well. So mostly monogrammed baby gifts. And um, I think that adding that personalization really up, it ups a few things. It ups the uniqueness of the product in general. So if you want a monogrammed baby quilt, you can get that from somewhere like Pottery Barn. However, you know, coming to a shop like mine on Etsy um, allows you to pick the color of the quilt, the color of the monogram, the style, all of these different things. I can also, you know, make custom orders that offer more variety and more personalization to that person as well. Um, and that's a huge selling feature versus buying from a larger business or like sort of a corporation type business where they just simply don't have the bandwidth to be going back and forth with you about custom colors and all of that stuff. Um, the second part of that is that personalization allows you to, uh, um, personalization allows you to charge more. Uh, people are more willing to pay a higher price for personalization because they can't get it anywhere. And even if you have something like there's a local store in my town that will monogram things for you if you bring something in and monogram, but obviously you're paying for that. So not only are you paying for the products, but then you're paying for the monogramming separately. Offering personalization or customization, even if you don't offer like a name on something like a straight personalized or monogrammed item offering the customization. Maybe you make things that are based on someone's pet or based on someone's house, or, you know, I'm thinking about like art, um, or you will make a coffee mug with their saying or their inside joke or something like that, where it's not necessarily their name on a product, but it is still customized to that person. I think that Etsy allows a huge opportunity there in having somebody basically connecting the consumer with the artist in a way that you wouldn't necessarily have access to in your own town or like sort of in your real non-internet life. So let's say I wanted to have something like I've thought about getting a laser sign done, like a wooden sign for my business to have behind me when I do videos, because I think that oh, looks nice. Um, I don't know anyone in my real life that has access to a laser that could do that for me. 
Um, so being able to go online and say, okay, here's the design I want. I can send you the file. I just need you to make it and send it to me to connect me with somebody who has both the skills and also the tools to make that is huge. And it doesn't have to be from a huge business either. Like it doesn't, I don't have to go to like a a huge marketing company that's going to charge me a whole bunch of money. Not that, not that your, you know, small business owner shouldn't charge what their time is worth, but it's just different when you're working with somebody who's used to working with like huge corporations and stuff. Um, Another thing that I want to offer for you for the holidays is that this is a great time to work on your pictures. Pictures I am seeing more and more are super important. This should be obvious, obviously. (laughs) Um, It is 2021 and the internet is a very visual platform, way more so than it was when I first got started. Um, I think that that picture quality is super, super important in this day and time. It used to be, you know, if you go back, five or 10 years on the internet that we didn't have things like Instagram and we didn't have these highly visual platforms. Even Facebook was very different in terms of how much people were sharing pictures and graphics and all of that stuff. But now with the rise of these different social media platforms, and then also the rise of the businesses that has have come from that, like influencers and sort of the digital marketing component that goes along with that, the visual aspect of the branding on your your Etsy shop is that much more important. Um, I think that back in the day, and I've shared some of my first listing pictures with you all um, before on my blog and my website and stuff, they were really, really bad. Um, And I think that it was easier to get started in that time because that expectation of the higher picture quality was not as high. But those days are gone for all of us, not just people who are newer to the platform. Um, And the picture quality is really important. I've actually worked extensively on my pictures in the past like six months or so. And I have seen really good results from improving pictures. So I've taken some listings that were not new listings. Um, They were older listings that were not selling particularly well and updated the pictures to more staged, sort of lifestyle type pictures rather than the flat lays of my quilts. Um, And I've seen a huge uptick in orders of those listings that I've updated the picture. So I already knew, but I didn't have the research to back it up, that the picture quality is so important um, and was in those listings really hindering the ability to sell them. So updating those pictures and increasing the quality of the picture and the lighting and the staging and also just having it in sort of a setting. So for example, with my monogram baby quilts, I put the pictures in my baby's nursery hanging on the side of her crib. So it sets the stage for this is how you can use it. This is what it looks like. You know, I have a white quilt with a pink monogram and a white baby bed. I didn't do anything special for that. I already have a baby um, and I already have a crib set up. So it's not like I had to set up like a whole staged nursery or anything, but that has been really big in terms of um, increasing the sales of those listings that previously were not selling super well. The last thing that I just want to really hammer down with is you want to offer the most clarity possible and the most convenience possible for your customers. 
And that is going to happen in a few ways. One of them is what we talked about in terms of making your listing as clear as possible. You want to make sure that you're not offering too many options, that you're not overwhelming people, and that it is extremely clear in your pictures and in your listing description what people are getting when they're buying from you. If you have a listing where you're offering various options, let's say you have a listing where you have a picture of a necklace and then the next picture is necklace and earrings and then the next picture is a necklace and earrings and bracelet, then you need to have a variation that offers all three of those things or else you need to change the pictures to only be pictures of what you sell. I have seen this when I've done um, personalized shop critiques with people in my program that they will have these various options shown in the pictures, but then there won't be any options in a variation or a drop down box. So then you don't really know what you're getting. It's a little bit confusing. You want to make sure when someone clicks through to your listing that it is extremely clear what they are getting. If you have those pictures and they offer various things, you need to have a matching drop down box so that they can select. I just want the necklace. I want the necklace and earrings. I want the necklace and the earrings and the bracelet. If you don't have that, they don't know. Are they getting, are they getting one item? Are they getting three items? You don't know. And even if you describe it in the description of the item, again, people's reading through every single detail is perhaps a little bit less than we would like. And you just want to make sure that you want to make sure if they come in, they look at the listing briefly. They're not studying your listing. They're not taking 30 minutes to read over every single word you've written, that if they glance at it and they glance at the options, that it is extremely clear what they're getting. The other part of that is that you need to have very clearly defined guidelines for when they need to order. And you need to make sure, make 100% sure that you give yourself enough time to get things out early. I think that 2020 and all of 2021 has shown us that the, the delays for the post office have not necessarily gotten better. Um, and I have actually personally seen more issues with packages getting lost and being extremely delayed in the past like six weeks than I have in the whole time that this pandemic has been going on. So it has actually gotten way worse for me lately than it was even last year. I do not anticipate that that's probably going to get better for the holidays. I think it's going to get worse as the volume increases for the post office and delivery services in general. So you want to make sure that you are protecting yourself in terms of when people have to have orders done, when you're shipping things out, when your last day of taking orders is, and also what kind of guarantees you offer. If you tell people, you know, order by December 20th to get it by Christmas, um, I would not recommend doing that. And I think you need to be very, very clear that you can only control what time frame the package is sent out in. You cannot control the post office. So I always advise people, this is true even not during the holidays, but especially during the holidays when the um, ante is upped uh, in terms of how much people want it and sort of um, the deadline that they need it by to say, you know, the last day that I'm accepting orders is December 10th. All orders will ship by December 15th. At that point, I don't have control over how long it takes the post office to deliver it. Um, they will be shipped by, you know, whatever, priority mail, which typically takes two to three business days. However, there have been some delays. I would also recommend if you have anything that is super time bound 
or super expensive or your profit margins warrant that you get insurance through the ship insurance that's offered on the Etsy labels. Um, priority mail, while it does include insurance, it is not super easy to cash in on the insurance that the USPS offers. And they are much more likely to deny your claim, even if you have a pretty reasonable, should be straightforward claim. Um, I've heard of them saying things like, you know, I shipped a package to so-and-so and it got broken in transit and they want the customer then to bring in the package with all of the broken merchandise and ripped packaging, um, which is not really reasonable to expect that people would be willing to do that. So I would recommend that you take the precautions that you need to make sure that your business is protected. That does not always mean insurance. Sometimes it is not financially feasible for you to offer insurance on every single thing. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense financially for you to do that. But I want to sort of get those wheels cranking in your head about what those deadlines look like for you and what you need to do to make sure that you're not gonna end up with a whole lot of unhappy customers. Of course, we cannot do anything about the random package that takes forever or gets lost or gets broken or whatever. All we can do is prepare in the best way that we can and to be ready to deal with issues as they arise and to feel like we've done all that we can do to make sure that we have minimized those issues as much as, much as possible. I think that this holiday season is going to be a very big shopping season. I'm already beginning to see those upticks in the holiday orders. This fall has been really busy for me personally. Um, I know that for a lot of people, it's been very up and down this year, but I think heading into the holidays is always kind of a busy shopping time. And we are going to begin to see sort of that normalization of traffic for Etsy and the sales that you know we've seen sort of this roller coaster up and down this year for a lot of people even really busy shops and i think that the holidays are going to be busy so i think that we need to make sure that we're ready that you have inventory you have supplies on hand you have what you need in order to be ready for an influx of orders um, and that you're not going to end up selling out of things or not be able to get things in stock um, because those shipping delays are on both sides. So I know that for me personally, I order a lot of supplies from China and I have had boxes of supplies take almost two months to arrive from China, which never used to be the case. So we are seeing those delays on both sides. So make sure that you're ready. Get ready. If you are waiting for a sign to say, okay, the holidays are coming, you need to get yourself in gear. This is your sign. And um, I hope that this holiday season is going to be spectacularly successful for all of us. Um, and I hope that this has been helpful for you. I will see you next week. Bye for now. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Bye.